Listeners be advised, the Holiloquy podcast discuss matters related to the human experience and many that are sexual in nature. Due to this, some conversations may surround triggering topics such as sexual violence, self-harm, abuse, and much more. Please be advised, a list of crisis and psychological resources will be available in the show notes of this episode. With that said, let's get started with the show. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention please as we go through the following safety instructions. In the event that there is a loss of cabin pressure, oxygen mask will drop from the overhead. Place the mask over your nose and mouth. I just realized I forgot to ask you if um you're going to advertise your um podcast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <No>. yeah, we- <laughs> <laughs> All righty, so here we are. Here we are. Yay! It's the little quick podcast, bitches. Okay, let me intro. Do the intro and whatnot. <clears throat> Clears my throat. Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome to the Holiloquy Podcast, where we step out and speak on sexuality. This is your favorite host, Vernon T. Scott, also known as Slater Jackson, also for those freaky mofos out there, Sebastian's Adams. On today's episode, we are going to be talking about some drunk sex, and I have the best, this little dude here a fave of mine, a fave of the show, this hilarious motherfucker, Adrian on the line. How are you doing today, babe? Um, I'm doing great because it is Monday and I'm off work. (laughs) So you got to celebrate the little blessings. Amen to that. Amen to that. And I'm just happy that this week, uh, since uh, my campus is on break, I don't have work. It is a, uh, I'm not getting paid, but that's a different story. But I have a break. I get to relax. So I get it. I love it. Enjoy your day off. Uh, <laughs> speaking of day offs, day offs, are you out here having sex on your day off? Are you having drunk sex since that's the topic of the of the of discussion? Have you had drunk sex um, on the day off? <laughs> well, of course. Um, but it's funny because like like I'm not a big drinker anymore, especially like post-collegiate days. Like the 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 craziest I'll get now is like maybe <laughs> like a couple of beers after work or something. Um, I can drink hard liquor, but I just really cannot get with the taste. Like if I taste it, I don't want it. Mm. Like you, you got to damn near roofie me to, <laughs> to mm-hmm. with the liquor. Like you got to hide that shit. She got to be a sneaky bitch or else I'm just not with it. Um, but I will be high as fuck for sex. That is a regular occurrence. Enjoy that. My, my potheadery. <laughs> is how the, the, how I can relate to the drunks because when we both in our zones it's cool <laughs> but yeah I have had drunk sex I do not recommend well 
I can't say that for sure. It, it's a lot of factors. We'll get into that. But yes. Right. right. And we are definitely going to be talking about some of your experiences um, with that. <laughs> now, I, I know I'm not, I don't drink as much as I used to. Uh, hard liquor, I always had to hide the flavor because liquor, mm-hmm. I do not understand how people take straight shots and love that okay. shit. Like, it's not- it's so nasty like yes i've taken shots in my life but and yes that's shots without chases because uh, don't try this motherfucker over here okay oh no 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 i need a chaser <laughs> tag you it bitch come get me i'm done no. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't no chases over here i chase my liquor with liquor so um you're the devil that's what you are <laughs> not, i'm the devil jesus <laughs> i'll take yeah. that like now i i only drink wine and like after like just being off uh liquor i, I can't drink beer i don't know how you do that more power to you <laughs> ill uh it's all right but uh I, I just it's ill i'm sorry if you have been offended by that statement i don't People always saying, oh, it's an acquired taste. If I have to acquire the fucking taste, that's a taste that I just don't want to do. That means I have to be disgusted five fucking times and then it start to taste good. Uh-uh, that's called conditioning. I don't, I can't, <laughs> taste bud <but> conditioning. <laughs> oh my God. It really is an acquired taste though. Like, cause like in my younger days, I thought beer was piss water. Like I did not fuck with it at all. But unless I'm already fucked up. But like maybe it's the millennial in me and the way my bones be creaking and shit. Like I like that shit now. Um, give me the Miller High Life. Give me a Modelo, a fucking Corona. Like bitch, a Heineken. I'm cooling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I, I I did have a butt light last year for Mother's Day, um, in celebration of my grandmother. Uh, mm-hmm. I um, you know, had my few sips and poured the rest out for her. Um, mm-hmm. you know, for libations and whatnot. I will say that tasted somewhat decent it did taste like it was a lot of watery flavor to it mm-hmm. but it's not my mm-mm, i just came i love you lma I, i'm sorry i didn't do it for you this year but it's okay i love you still i had some wine <laughs> last night for you girl <laughs> <laughs> me and wine we are good we are good miss stella who's not uh sponsoring this at all stella is bae girl you just hug on the motherfucker real quick I love, I love you girl she's lit she is lit she is lit all right now let's get into some stories about your experience with drunk sex how did that go you said that you uh you started off to say you do not recommend I, I want to know the tea what's the tea girl what is the damn tea okay so I guess the first time I ever had drunk sex was back in my Mercer days actually (laughs) um people like we all were just drinking or whatever and my homegirl at the time had her homeboys come through or whatever well I think she was talking to one of them and then he had a friend so she was like you wanna go meet these dudes with me and I was just like yeah okay cool I'll do that so we went, you know, they were obviously older than us. They brought alcohol and shit. So we drank it. And, you know, we was just chilling and vibing, drinking, playing uh, music. I want to say, no, I don't think there was any weed involved. But, yeah, anyway. 
So we just chilling or whatever. Next thing I know, I'm like the friend, the friend that my homegirls do brought. Like, you know, basically we understand what we're supposed to do. We're running interference so they can do whatever they want to do. So my homegirl and her friend, they started, you know, getting into it. And so dude look at me and I'm just like, nah. <laughs> like, nah, dude. Like, yeah, I'm good. I'm I'm good on you sir and so we just keep drinking and like talking shit or whatever and then i i fell asleep um but uh i fell asleep and he i wake up and he's like on top of me and like i was like is this happening right now like it was weird like i wasn't in I was there and conscious, right? But I didn't feel anything. Like, I don't know if I was, like, just super drunk or whatever. But, like, he was on top of me. And he was, I think he was, I think he was actually, yeah, he was inside me, too. (laughs) So, like, I was like, bitch, if you get me pregnant, I swear to God, I will kill you. (laughs) Like, that's what I said to him. He was like, I'm not going to get you pregnant. I promise, I promise. You so tight, la, la, la. And I was just like, man, hurry up. Like, <laughs> this is, I feel nothing, like literally nothing. Like it was no pain. It was no like discomfort. I was just like, what is happening here? And then he finished on my leg and that was warm. And I was just like, this is, this is all so nasty. And I was, then I looked at him and I was like, bruh. He was like, um, you know, I really like you, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, nigga, no, we will never see each other again. I promise you. And so then, like, the next day, <clears throat> I went, like, to the clinic or whatever to get tested and, and all of that. And I was like, y'all, I might be pregnant. <laughs> and then uh, my roommates, they was like, what? And like, how? And then, like, I was like, X, Y, Z. And they were like, they... I never really like understood what transpired for real until I talked to them and they were like, you were raped. And I was like, but I wasn't like scared. I wasn't mad. It didn't hurt. Like, was I really? They were like, yeah, because he began to have sex with you while you weren't conscious. Like that was not okay. And I was like, damn, I got raped. But does it count? Like I, I wasn't, I didn't feel like all the stuff that you see like on TV or you read in literature and shit. I didn't have any of those feelings. I wasn't afraid. I wasn't, it was nothing. Like I was just, it was like, it wasn't me basically. It's like, I was, I, I was me, but I wasn't cognizant or conscious in the moment, even though I could see and be there, I guess. Gotcha. Well, um, <clears throat> to add on to what everyone else had already told you, yes, that is rape. That is uh, definitely sexual assault um, because you were not conscious in that moment. Um, and I hate that happened to you. Um, and old dude is trash. Um, and I think this is uh, my computer is doing some shit right now. I don't yeah, know. <laughs> <laughs> it's on some other shit. Uh, I need that to stop. But um, yeah, that is definitely uh, sexual assault. And um, I think this is a, a great time to mention that consent piece that I forgot to mention uh, whenever it does come to this uh, episode that, you know, um, alcohol is one of the, is the largest, um, the most popular date rape drug. And Mm -hmm. on top of that, uh, consent 
is important because whenever, if you're unconscious, drunk, um, uh, intoxicated in any way, that does uh, vitiate or cancel out consent. Uh, and, and also within this conversation, I also mentioned with, uh, to people that you have personal autonomy as well. So those people who do um, have drunk sex intentionally, uh, <clears throat> that is something that they are doing in with an intent of having sex. Um, that's something that they uh, have comfort in doing, that they thrive to do. They want to have drunk sex, therefore... That's what the, that's their thing. That's like having sex while high. That's a, yeah. uh, something that people enjoy doing, and they do so intentionally. Uh, and they are consenting with their partner because they're comfortable with that partner. Um, mm-hmm. But a lot of people do um, think that they will try to translate what they can do with one partner to other partners, and think that okay, this person does like uh, to have you know drunk sex, so everybody else like having drunk sex, which is not true. Some mm-hmm. people don't like that. Some people don't prefer that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I say this to say, I hate that happened to you. Um, that is definitely sexual assault. Uh, and I hope oh dude got what was coming to him in terms of uh, possibly uh, being locked up behind bars for some time uh, or has received some type of education and knowing that that is not appropriate behavior. Uh, that, that sucks. I hate that. And now I'm mad. Bald and from Florida, and like that was it. I didn't. I didn't even report it. The Holiloquy podcast focuses on the variability of sexual expression. When it comes to sexual expression, we often depend on pornography to illustrate how one must perform sexually. For those who have not learned this by now, the stuff you see in porn is not real. Pornography provides a singular perspective of sexual expression that is not often the reality we see during our own sexual encounters. The Holiloquy Podcast is a conversation that takes you outside of the compressed box of what many know about sex. Some of the topics we discuss includes kinks, condom usage, status disclosure, and past sexual experiences. The Holiloquy Podcast steps out on sexual norms and recognizes that the norm is not the only normal. Subscribe today and join the conversation. Bald and from Florida, and like that was it. I didn't. I didn't even report it. Like I didn't. And I did. Like I told you, it was. I guess it was ignorance on my part because I did not recognize as what happened to be as serious as it was because mm-hmm. I wasn't like hurt. I didn't have any symptoms of like an STI or whatever. I still got checked, of course. Um, but like, I just, you know, me and the dude, like we didn't have, it wasn't like a very angry thing, you know? It's mm-hmm. like, it was cool. Like, oh boy, it was cool. We was laughing. We was joking. Like he didn't make the drinks. Like we was just drinking like out the bottle. I saw him open everything. Like I actually, I opened all the bottles that we was drinking and, you know, the beers were in cans. So like, I didn't think nothing of it. And then my homegirl was over in the same room. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I wasn't 
maybe because I was intoxicated, I wasn't clocking the danger that was actually there. Mm-hmm. But like, it wasn't even like, dude, forced it. Like, no, I did not consent to it because I literally fell asleep and woke up with him on top of and inside me. But like, he was a minute man because literally after I woke up, it was like maybe two, three minutes and he was done. So like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I guess, like, I do know now in my older adult age that it was assault or whatever it wasn't wrong I mean it was wrong um it's a crime but like I don't know it's it's like cognitive dissonance like that's like a other part of myself that I don't necessarily deal with I guess Mm -hmm. I don't want to say it doesn't I will I guess I don't think it affects me seriously Mm -hmm. Hey, that's understandable. Uh, I know there's been certain uh, assaults that have happened towards me that I no longer take seriously or uh, are hurt by or um, impact my daily life. And because of that, I don't really care too much about it. So I definitely understand that. Um, Mm -hmm. And um, there's there's a lack of education uh, when it does come to consent and when it does come to what is and is not sexual so or just um, like the the proper way of asking uh, for those uh, things to happen and just uh, miseducation and what a sexual experience looks like uh, mm-hmm. impacts the way that people do express their sexualities um, like even with uh, oh dude I I don't even. I don't know his intentions, but um, from the comfort of y'all's conversation, I don't think that to him, he thought what he was doing would be considered sexual assault because no one is educated in knowing what that is. Mm-hmm. Um, because even if you watch um, some TV shows um, that you know many of us have been raised on, that is something that is considered sexy. That is something that is considered uh, romantic to wake up a partner with dick. Um, and it's like, if you don't know that person, you can't assume that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then again, a lot of people don't have not experienced anything outside of the boxes that they have already been placed in. Uh, right. It's one of the purposes of this podcast is to have those conversations to open a lot of people's eyes about um, what, what, the boxes that we're placed in and uh, how we can get ourselves out of that, how we mm-hmm. can um, see that what we know, recognize as sexuality is not, is, is normal, but it's not the only norm. It's, mm-hmm. it's um, there are some um, misinformation that we've all learned that we think uh, that we attribute to sexual expression. There are some things that uh, we've been taught uh, to categorize people or put put, uh, other people, our sex partners in certain boxes and molds that does not fit every single person. Um, Mm -hmm. So it's it's sexuality so diverse that if we were to just uh, have a, a class about it, that class has will have to last up to like a full fucking year. Like uh-huh. even with myself is uh, like being in this field, being in the space of educating myself on sexuality, I learn new things every single day, regardless mm-hmm. of what textbook I'm using, what uh, literature I'm reading, what um, programs I'm in. They're still we're still discovering more and more about sexual expression uh, mm-hmm. and then what we originally thought was possible. Um, so 
it, it's it's a lot but yeah I, I again i do hate that <laughs> but um even with engaging in this conversation now how do you feel in this moment about um that that instance um i i don't know i don't know i don't i guess like it's like something that happened Mm -hmm. and i can it's weird like i just don't have Every time I try to go into that space to like feel or or think or kind of process, it's just nothing. It's just like blank. Like mm. if it was a movie, it's like you removed that scene and the movie just picks up. Mm. Well, if um, you know, my advice on things of that nature is always therapy. And I know you're already in therapy. So uh, it's just if that's something um, that you do want to go down and just explore and process those feelings, definitely talk to your therapist about it, because um, it might be something, um, some new information that you forgot, or it may just be nothing. Uh, It may just be you've resolved the issue and it doesn't Mm. impact you at all. Um, One of the things that I tell a lot of of people who I'm coaching, but uh, whenever they bring up situations repeatedly and they uh, mention, but I'm over that situation, I always let them know you're, you're not over that situation. You're still in it. The reason why I know you're in it because we met three times and you mentioned it three times. Yeah. If you're over a situation. You don't talk about it. You might um, gloss over it just in case it's fitting the conversation. Um, but other than that, you are not over that situation. So let's process that. So you can get over that. So that's that's just how a lot of us, uh, a lot of people uh, interact with certain um, moments in our lives, not necessarily traumatic in nature, but just if something that has an impact on us and um, be it making us feel good, um, make us feel bad, we go back to those moments uh, on a repetitive um, thought process. Uh, that's just something to think about. But I have a fun story since I brought the mood all the way down. You didn't bring the mood down. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. Like, I, don't I, apologize. Don't don't apologize. It's nothing to apologize about. Because look, that story in itself might um, connect to somebody um, who may have actually who may have experienced something traumatic in that moment and they had that realization that it it may not have been okay for them so it's those stories are important regardless and so never apologize for it okay um (laughs) but on the lighter end of drunk sex Mm -hmm. did we ever did we ever talk about my uh your roommate oh i'm not gonna name any names did we ever talk about that or were we just talking about that in the meeting? Uh, we we glossed over it in the meeting. Um, right. You let me know about that, uh, you know, back then <laughs> no, that it happened. Right. And I was like, oh my God, where the fuck was I? <laughs> I'm glad you I wasn't there. there. You were like, you were around while we, me and him were getting to know each other. You were with us, like. We went to the calf a few times, you, me, and him. And then, like, um, we went to, we were at the club together. 
that night we all went to the club. That was the night that we <laughs> was I knocked out in the bed. I don't know. We went to we went to power station. We didn't because you know we used to go to asylum all the time. We went to power station that time, and that's where we found out old boy could dance because you know he was a cheerleader. And I was like, "Well, you you a cheerleader? Like you ain't got no moves." And then he like broke it down on the dance floor, and I was just like, "Why do well, I?" Move? We Ex- went to power station twice, and one of yeah. those times was my birthday. Don't tell me you fucked my roommate my birthday night. <laughs> It might have been. I'm done. It might have been your birthday. (laughs) Yeah, because I mean, everybody was there that night. Like everybody, you, me, him, um, the girls. Shane was there. Shane, girl, you was there. Like (laughs) everybody was there at Power Station that night. Shit, even Kayla ass went. (laughs) I'm I'm fucking done. Oh wait. Was this no? This was this was freshman year. This Kiki, was freshman Kiki year. was there. Yeah, it was freshman Gina year. Gina was the Gina you, was there. Yeah, I know this bitch. I have sex with my roommate. <laughs> well, it wasn't my birthday night, but it was around my birthday. Oh yeah, my god! I, you know his birthday's that month too, right? His birthday. Yeah, y'all had the same birthday month, then y'all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so like. I had seen him around campus or whatever, but then when you told me he was your roommate, I was like, ooh. And I started, you know, I started making myself available. (laughs) But we only did it that one time because of what I told you. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) The Peter Wacker. (laughs) I mean, head was good. I hope he's not listening to this. I'm sorry. Um, I'm not going to say your name. I don't need people to know. <laughs> Anybody who knows me and knows who my... I said too much shit. <laughs> They're going to be like, oh, oh, connecting dots. Oh, that was you. Mm. <laughs> the whole Liliqui Easter egg, listeners. <laughs> not a fucking Easter egg, child. Oh, my God. This is... Oh... I can't. You know, I quit the rest of this day. This recording is over. Thank you all so much for listening to the whole little Roll the credits. <laughs> Roll the fucking credits. Too much has happened in this 30 minutes. <laughs> <coughs> well, I mean, you never know what you're going to get with me. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. Um, This... Now I have to process this because now I don't know if I was in the fucking room or not, drunk and knocked out. Mm. Well, you weren't there because it's far. So, oh, thank God. (laughs) But yes, you probably heard him stumble in the room after facts because I do believe I put it down. (laughs) As you should always <laughs> change that man's life i'm here for that because it was you know your girl is an ocean of moisture and little guys can't hang out in the rain like that <laughs> they just pop out <laughs> see i didn't even i didn't even say anything about size but this hoe <laughs> just gonna say little guys can't hang in the rain <laughs> Me like slippery. Lollipop, lollipop, oh lolly, lollipop. Oh no, oh no, oh god, I'm getting sued. 
<laughs> defamation <laughs> is not defamation if you can prove it, child. <laughs> Look, guys, we are a collection of experiences, and my experiences happen to be piping hot. <laughs> Grab a cup and enjoy. <laughs> I'm done. Uh, I just. Mm. <laughs> Did you have <laughs> composure? Composure, Lord, composure. So, did you have fun? Was it worth it? I know the answer, but was it worth it? No. Well, no. <laughs> like it was a pretty face. He had fly dance moves. We had all the components. It really just went to shit when he wasn't big enough. <laughs> mm. Well, you but know, it, he did tell me right before, like I'm reaching into his pants. And he's like, "I just want you to know, I'm small." And I'm like, "Stop playing." <laughs> I'm small, and then I was like, "Okay, what's small?" Because like you know, I'm black, he's white, so maybe he's thinking I'm used to these gargantuan horse dicks because I'm black and niggas have larger dicks, which spoiler alert, all niggas ain't huge. <laughs> Let's just put that there, okay? And spoiler, spoiler alert, some white boys got that schlangalang jangalang. <laughs> That's probably why I was so disappointed with old boy because my first white boy had a donkey dick. <laughs> Wow. Michael, baby, <laughs> I don't know if you're listening, but if you are, yeah, I remember you. I will never forget. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> that boy was, he was tall, country strong, like, ooh, country, like, had the spiky blonde hair, fucking green eyes, just swarthy because it's summertime. <laughs> uh. Wore a size 12 in the eighth grade, honey. You are a mess. I, I'm just <laughs> going to put this little disclaimer out there for those who may have a small dick. It, it's okay. You are loved. You have potential out here. Um, and I am open to doing some small dick humiliation if you're into that. Uh, so definitely find me on the Twitters. Um, <laughs> and on top of that, um, if, you, if you are... Pleasure, pleasure does not necessarily have to be surrounded by your dick size. So you can always learn to do a little bit more wherever you fall on that spectrum. That can be uh, participating in oral. That can be like sucking your partner's penis or uh, eating their, um, you know, uh, ass, even their vaginas or their vulvas, um, titillating the vulva. You know, I'm just going to bring that back, huh? I said suck on the click. Don't yes. be afraid of it, guys. Don't be. Girls, they, thems, everybody. Ooh. The clit is where it's at. Listen to your auntie, Adrian. It I is. never leave you astray. <laughs> oh, and just so people know, every time you suck on a clit, you are sucking on a penis. Yes. It That's is homogenous, people. <laughs> they look similar as fuck. Like, no it, cap. You could just remove the whole like vulva and all of that shit and just isolate the clitoris and then put it next to a wiener it's the mm -hmm. same 
you, you know, it's, it it always amazed me, like most definitely when I'm uh, sexually engaged with a uh, a man and um, there's some oral uh, that might be <clears throat> transpiring, how they might be like, oh yeah, always get the shaft, get the shaft. I'm like, but you do know that there's less um, pleasurable nerves in your shaft than it is on the penis. Isn't it? That's that's that that's a spot. So if you if you out here sucking dick and whatnot, and you want to please your um, partner. Focus on the head a little bit more than the shaft, okay? There's there's your there's your sex tip. <laughs> Actually, a fucking fact because I, Adrian, when I engage in heterosexual activities with cisgender males, I tell them straight off the bat, I cannot suck dick, like literally can't. Like there's, I have like nerve condition in my jaw that doesn't allow me to open my mouth very wide. And like I said, a lot of niggas, you know, you're going to have to open up. <clears throat> but I tell them, like, I can't suck dick, but I will lick the shit out of your dick. And they laugh all the time, right? Like, they, they're like, well, bitch, wait, like, I'm going to teach you how to suck it. I, I, I. And then that first moment comes where you got to, you know, it's time, whatever. And I just literally suck it. <laughs> and lick and stimulate their dickhead like I'm eating pussy and them niggas bust like crazy like I got to jump off quick because I'm not <laughs> finna teach these but kids yes the Lord. three yeah. niggas I did date seriously was very pleased I had tight pussy and crazy mouth <laughs> that's going to be the episode title <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh god <laughs> like I'm I'm like, <laughs> look and just for uh seo and not to get the uh, podcast banned it's going to be uh, pu dollar sign dollar sign y because <laughs> you can't really say that on the oh. interwebs without getting like banned so i'm bad uh, sorry mark no you can say it you just can't spell it out oh child i'm not gonna be on facebook by the time this thing airs fuck fuck mark yeah. mark could suck all of my dick he could mark suck the under dick for all i care like <laughs> he could suck okay. my dick too <laughs> look people gonna be like well hold up <laughs> Yes, he could suck it. He could eat the ass too. Actually, mm, yeah, he could. Actually, it tickles so much. <laughs> you know, now this is going to be. Now let's talk about it. Would you, if if the opportunity um, presented itself, actually fuck Mark Zuckerberg? Um, yes, but I would only fuck Mark Zuckerberg as a top. <laughs> mm. I would not bottom for Zucky. Now I will fuck. I would fuck Mark Zuckerberg. And I will put a clause in our agreement that his wife got to tag in. Mm. <laughs> that's lady kind of cute. Mm. I got to thank. <laughs> I like. I Wait, like that. Edit, edit that out. Edit that out. <laughs> that's you know it's not. You know it's not. I take that yawn out, but I'm not taking that out. <laughs> it's okay to have a thing for his wife. She cute. She is, yo. I love Asian girls. <laughs> Kunichiwa. I'm so done with you. Like I, I think if, if he pays me, I'll do it. I'll do it. Like he got to pay you. I'm not sexually attracted to Mark Zuckerberg. I, I like I'm not <laughs> every time I look at him, I get the 
like I know he may have some kind of mental um, disorder when it comes to like a personality disorder and how he interact with other people, but he gives me huge Android vibes. So I get why that conspiracy theory is like there. Um, But at the set, it's just, I will feel like I'm having sex with the robot. And then I'm just like, I'd rather have like a dildo and just do it that way. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I could do it because I have a thing for AI and robots. Like that is one of my porn categories that I like to watch. Like the idea of fucking something human like, but not human. Mm-hmm. I like it. <laughs> I, uh, I didn't know that was a porn category, but I fucked with I- it. <laughs> like, oh my, <laughs> we fucking AIs. Yes, bitch. <laughs> All right. So how to feel <laughs> <laughs> stupid. <laughs> so um what are some of the messages about sex and drugs that you received over the years? Um, like be it on uh, in music videos or uh on movies, radio, talk show hosts, all the other stuff. What are some of the messages you received? Um so I guess it depends on what era of music you're looking at. So, like, when I was younger, like, you know, preteen years or whatever, kind of figuring things out, but not really knowing shit about anything. Like, it was always, you know, uh, if a man pulls up in a nice car, you know, he dressed nice, he got money, you know, he's going to buy you nice drinks. Like, you're supposed to drink them and, you know, basically whatever he wants to do you going to do it because man's pulled up, spent his time and his money on you. That was more like a late 90s kind of vibe, mm-hmm. you know. <clears throat> and then, like, when I became a teenager, you know, and starting to figure out what I like and dislike and becoming romantically awakened, like, it was, you know, uh, money doesn't matter. Like, it's all about how you feeling in your heart, you know, mm-hmm. and need a little liquid courage you know, to say how you feel or, you know, to be, to the message for alcohol in the music I was listening to was like, alcohol helps you take off your mask so that you can be your best self, basically. Mm-hmm. Very pro liquor, like there's all across all the genres. I could probably name a song for each genre that was like giving that type of message. And then nowadays, like in my adult, adult years, it's very much alcohol is not even mentioned. We on Zans, we on, we on Coke, we on Lean, like we alcohol is for bitches. Like, mm. ooh, ooh, a drink, nigga. Oh, you drinking. Like, <laughs> no. You're a big boy now. <laughs> You, we doing hardcore drugs, baby. Like, <laughs> we wash the cocaine down with vodka. <laughs> mm, not the damn cocaine. Yeah. So it's like the evolution of the message of music, romance, and drugs. It has kind of done that, 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 that wave effect. You know, there's a pinnacle and then it changes and then the message kind of goes underground and then comes back to the top, comes back and goes down based off of what society's doing mm. I, I i'm with you there because i know like 
I remember the romantic songs when it's all about love making, you know, the Luther Vandross and whatnot, the mm-hmm. I'm going to seduce you with my words, seduce you with my um my actions. My actions. You a meal. <laughs> Ooh, child. Uh, what's that? Turn off the lights, girl. <laughs> like, <laughs> this said, I'm going to step in the shower with you, bathe you, and all this other stuff. It was a lot more sensual uh, when it came to sex. And then you get, uh, I uh, remember the transition to where it was more, uh, I'm going to buy you things. And that's uh-huh. going to be translating to my attraction to you, uh, the mm-hmm. uh, re- reciprocity of us having sex and everything. And then it transitions. Oh, mm-hmm. so the more shit I get you, the more pussy you gonna give me right right exactly and then uh it it came it, then it's all about the alcohol now and i'm like okay well we're we're incorporating alcohol you know loosen you up liquid courage and you know that's the messaging that uh i was getting at that point and then it's to the, the to the maximum now we're utilizing ecstasy we're utilizing uh all other drugs like you said perks mollies and all this other stuff and i'm like um this is a lot. Quickly, <laughs> I'm like, I'm not trying to like. Do we know the um, medical? What happens when I'm on a perk? Like, can can nope. we get that knowledge? No, no. Always just pop a perk and have sex. Do you not know that actually contributes to impotency? <laughs> no. I had to have that conversation with uh, one of my students. Uh, He was like, every now and again, I might uh, pop a perk and have sex with uh, my girlfriend and whatnot. I'm like, okay, it's cool that you you do that every now and again, I guess. But do you know every time you pop that pill that you don't really need, it lessens your chances of getting up? That's a side effect, sir. Did you you not know that? (laughs) Did you not know that every time you smoke weed and have sex, your body um, starts to correlate the two to a point where you are unable to have sex or get your own dick up without being high? That's why Adrian takes tea breaks. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's you, you, this, this, uh, uh-uh. like, our bodies remember things and um the way that we act according well according to whatever drugs or substances that we're using at the time it it remembers that when you in your mind um combine or conflate two different substances and how they uh, contribute those to your sexual experience your body starts to remember that okay I need this in order to get to that point. So let me um, brain, let me crave that so that I can have that. And then we can engage in this activity or why not just practicing, you know, not utilizing drugs so much to get up. It's not utilizing alcohol, not utilizing perks, not utilizing ecstasy. And just try that sexual experience a few times to see if that you still get some pleasure. If you don't, seek out a sex therapist, seek out a sex coach, seek out someone like myself who can uh, help you out, um, you know, have those discussions because it might be some other things that's going on, but oh, the messaging is flawed. No, I hate that. Um, mm-hmm. I was agreeing with you. 
Uh-oh. <laughs> so I will say this will be the perfect time to transition into that segment of Never Have I Ever. Um, and we've talked about this. Uh, I haven't asked you on the podcast, but I already know the answer. It's just the card I pulled. Never have I ever slept with an ex. <laughs> yes, yes, I have so many times. <laughs> uh, so many times you have. Oh my God. Um, for myself, no. Um, but that's also because I only have like um one ex. So uh, and I'm not, it's not that I don't, I wouldn't try if the opportunity um came up, but it's also and eh, it is what it is. Uh, have I had um sex with previous potential exes or lovers? Definitely all the time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> you think oh, well for myself, I'm like, okay, you know, I'm done with you. It is what it is. Uh, we were trying to do this fuck buddy shit and you just acting up. I'm done with you. Fuck you. I, I, it, it is what it is. And here I am in the same situation with one of those people right now. So, yep. <laughs> oh my. Hey, the sex is good. If the sex is good, the sex is good. And sometimes I could forgive. I think So would you like another? Sure. You know I'm always want some more. <laughs> so this one doesn't count. I'm going to have to change that with somebody else. All right. So never have I ever swapped partners with another couple. No, I have not. But I would like to. But Benita is very picky. So <laughs> mm. I don't see it happening. You know, I I haven't. Uh, am I willing to in the future? Probably so. Uh, I've been with other couples. I just haven't been in a relationship at the same time uh, mm-hmm. to in, uh, entertain that idea of swapping partners. Um, uh, and I've never actually um, brought like a, a friends with benefits or a fuck buddy to any interaction with like a, a couple that I'm engaging with. So that's what I should think about doing. Hmm. That'd be interesting. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that gave an idea. Right, right. Write it down. <laughs> oh, trust me. It is written already. <laughs> so would you like a sex question? Yes. Uh, if you switched which gender you're normally attracted to, what do you think would turn you on the most? So, like, am I the person mm-hmm. becoming the other gender? No, if you uh, were to switch, like, what gender you're attracted to. But I'm attracted to, like, almost all of them. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, I guess if I... Okay, so I am in a committed relationship with a female, so I guess I'll switch that to a male. So am I thinking of my partner as a man? Or is it just in general? In general, uh, what what would turn you on the most about them? Um. Well, for me, for men, I love like a very masculine like physique slash like aura. You know what I'm saying? Like you know them niggas that you see, they just ooze like I am a man, but they don't mm-hmm. have to say it with their mouth. Like th- there's nothing that they do intentionally to do that persona is just it comes out of them like they just are male alpha female 
I'm attracted to power and strength. So I think that would be the the sexiest surface thing mm-hmm. that would attract the most. And then right after that, dick. <laughs> <I'm so done. laughs> i know uh, so for myself i'm uh, mostly attracted to masculine presenting persons um so if uh, i were to switch that attraction to uh more feminine presenting persons i i think that uh, what would turn me on the most is dominance uh and just kind of like you that power um that can like tap into the switch in me and then make that switch want to be a sub um throughout the um our relationship um because for me if i'm going to be someone's sub you have to prove to be a dom first Um, and that doesn't happen often uh because i'm i'm a very dominant persona already and if you match my energy and then make a step up i'm like oh hold up now <laughs> you just did something right there mm, did you just put me in my place <laughs> oh my god hello how you doing mommy hey mommy how you doing child come on mm. so i i will say that will be the thing <laughs> that will turn me on the most and of course vagina because it's, it's, it's a it's a beautiful taste lord <laughs> right on that note adrian do you have any last words for the audience um I would say, guys, if you want to do sexy shit when you're not all there, like, definitely have a limit and, you know, have a support system or plan B, you know, that you can do enact. Um, because preparation is a lot easier than reconciliation (laughs) so you know take care of yourselves guys and also i I would say before you introduce drugs or or whatever into your sexual experience you should have at least engaged in that sober first so you can know like off the bat is this something you actually like or is it something that feels good when you off of whatever the fuck Mm. Yeah, that's a message. I appreciate you so much, sir. All right. <laughs> now for um, my message to you all, thank you so much for uh, listening to the Holiloquy podcast where we step out and speak on sexuality. Uh, make sure you do all the great stuff that includes like, subscribe, rate, review, share this podcast with your, uh, your friends. And just in case no one else told you this today, you are beautiful. You are worthy of happiness and joy. You are enough and then some. You may not live up to the expectations of others, but that is okay. You are only required to walk in your own shoes. May each day you live lead you towards abundance. With that said, love you all and see you next episode. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Holiloquy Podcast, where we step out and speak on sexuality. You can subscribe to the podcast through your favorite podcasting app and find us on the web at www.holiloquy.com. That's www.h-e-a-u-x-l-i-l-o-q-u-y.com. Share the podcast with your friends and join the conversation.